0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: Oh, hey!
2: ho, 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 everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Hi, Nash How are you?
1: Hey, Jeff. I'm we good. You- How about you?
2: <laughs> this is the first time we're seeing each other. We totally- I know. It's crazy. Nice. <laughs> so everybody, welcome to the Elijah Fire Christmas Party. Um. It's actually technically episode 355 yes. uh, and it's Friday. It's actually, which is a pre-record in the morning just because we got people on the East coast that are yeah. participating in this. And time we zones to- are a
1: thing. You guys. Yeah.
2: And also we want to get off early today so that we can drive the four hours that we have yes. to go, 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 go be with family. So yes, uh, by the time you're watching this, we're off. So yeah,
3: we're on uh, the road.
2: We're on the road. We're getting stuff done. So mm-hmm. Um, guys, we're super excited uh, for you to join us. Just thank you so much for, uh, just your, uh, devotion, your support. Yeah. Um, and we're just going to hang out. We're just going to have a fun time and uh, you get to see us be a little bit more loose and fun. Yeah. Um, all right. So Nish, what happens, uh, what happens with donations? Like if I, if I wanted to give a donation, how do I do that?
1: Well, first of all, you are, when you give a donation, you are keeping this show afloat and yes. free for you to watch you're also making it possible for jeff and i to have coffee which is amazing thank you and so so much yeah. yeah and you can drink it in your fancy lodge fire mug but oh what, nice hold on
2: <laughs> we'll get back to that
1: <laughs> well, but, we'll we'll yeah. backtrack but yeah, yes well, yeah <laughs> but you can go to legistreams.com slash donate and you can give us a donation and portion of that goes to funding us here but also goes to funding our amazing water well efforts in uganda with show mercy
2: Mm -hmm,
4: Absolutely. So let's
1: watch a video.
4: Over 7 million people in Uganda lack access to safe, clean water. But you are changing that statistic by providing access to clean water. But there is still a need. There are still many who don't have access to clean water. Would you continue to help bring clean water to the beautiful people of Uganda? Donate today online at ElijahStreams.com.
2: So thank you guys again for your donations. We so appreciate it. If any of you guys are looking for um, a place to finally, or uh, to, to close out the year and donate to, um, we'd ask you to prayerfully consider donating to ElijahStreams.com slash donate, and we so appreciate those donations. So, Nash, yeah. we want the people to know how to get merch. Because yes. you held up that, that coffee mug. We have other things available. We have here's
1: the other side because you gotta,
2: and we have we have a level up sticker. mm -hmm. We have K by we have we have an Elijah streams or Elijah fire sticker. We have a couple of Elijah fire stickers as well. Mm -hmm. We got a shirt. How can people get said merch?
1: You can go to elijahshopper.com and you can search for Elijah fire, and everything will pop up for you. Or there's a link in our in the description under follow us so it's the first it's the first link and it says get yourself some fire swag you guys like go get it yes
2: and it is always there everybody yes so the follow us section the follow us section is always the same Mm
1: -hmm. so
2: any any resources in there like hey how do i get to any of your other platforms donation information is all always down there so
1: yeah. Check and one thing out. I also wanted to mention too, our links to all of our social media platforms are there. So go follow us on Instagram and TikTok because we are there too.
2: We are there too. Yeah, we are yeah, there. Absolutely. I'll tell you where we won't be. We will not be here next Monday. <laughs> <and Tuesday. laughs> no, we won't. Love that segue. <laughs>
1: that was so smooth.
2: <laughs> so smooth.
1: Much better uh, than my subscribe segue. But that's yeah, great. so
2: why, <laughs> Nash? why are we not gonna be why don't we have Elijah Fire on Monday and Tuesday? Uh the twenty fifth and the twenty-sixth.
1: It's Christmas and that's we will be right. spending time with our families as yeah. we should, as everybody yeah. should. So enjoy the day with your families, eat lots of food, watch the Christmas yeah. movies, get yeah. matching pajamas, you guys. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no,
2: no, whatever. You know, right. if you want, if people want to do matching pajamas, that's fine. I'm not super big on matching things. So fair enough that's just me that's what i'm i like
1: coordinating things like having the same color palette like if you're doing a family photo i get the whole yeah okay yeah
2: all right that's fine yeah whatever (laughs) (laughs) all right so Mm Naish, it's us us two yes we're joined by some some fellow uh fellow comrades do you want to do you want to introduce quickly just who these people are and then we'll 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 bring them in do you want to do that
1: yes i can so first up we have the amazing emily who does a lot of our morning recordings actually so Mm -hmm. she is the one running things for elijah streams normally but if we're pre-recording something in the morning emily is the one pushing all the buttons and she is amazing she's hilarious and she's beautiful too so we have Emily hanging out backstage and we're going to introduce to you Paul who cuts all of our clips and reels for it us. Is also and beautiful. <laughs> and Paul is also I don't, beautiful. I don't wanna...
2: We're not leaving <laughs> him out of this. Yeah. He's
1: also beautiful. He does a great uh, Trump impersonation, which is hilarious. Paul is hilarious. So you all will get to enjoy the hilarity that is Paul. He's amazing. Uh-huh. So
2: yeah, let's introduce So I'm without happy. any further ado, let's yes. welcome. Emily and Paul.
4: Woo! Hey. Uh, what's up, y'all? <laughs>
2: hey, welcome. Look how beautiful Paul is. <laughs> Paul's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, welcome, Thanks, guys. you guys.
0: Thank welcome. you.
5: Thank you.
2: Yeah, I would like to point out, because I originally criticized Paul's attire, that it is in fact Christmas. It's Christmas Elvis. Yes, sir. Right? Why why Elvis? What what what's the deal with Elvis, Paul? Why not Elvis? Why not Elvis? Paul, for those who don't know, is a very big Elvis fan. The biggest. He also, well, uh, I don't know, really. Don't
1: test me, boy. <laughs>
2: but he also is an elvis impersonator tribute what's artist what's tribute that artist. tribute artist tribute artist okay but impersonator tribute artist
5: impersonator does it for money tribute artist does it for the legacy
1: okay.
4: there
2: you go and he actually has a pretty good singing voice and he he yeah, sent Paul me some sing. stuff before i'm like wow and he's done tribute albums yes yeah, I'm trying to embarrass them. So well, you succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So guys, um, we're gonna go through. We're gonna do a couple of things. But over the years of doing Christmas, we have asked a series of questions. But I would love to hear some of these questions from you guys, uh, and you got to answer answer truthfully, please. Hang on. Um, so we're before do we that,
1: before we do that, we need to read a message from one missing person. yes yeah, so so, uh, so
2: Mariah was supposed to join us as well. Um yes. and maybe it was the will of the Lord because maybe this would have just been too too good if Mariah was here. It just would have taken <laughs> She would have carried away.
1: the whole show, you guys. Would have
2: taken it over the top and the world's not ready for that. So yeah um why don't you mariah left us a message that she wanted to communicate to all of you who are watching and listening
1: yeah so those of you who don't know mariah does our podcast and she's the one uploading those on spotify or any of our podcast platforms for you so she wanted me to say hey elijah fire fam i'm so bummed to be missing this christmas party i'm at home receiving a healing so all your prayers are much appreciated i'm so grateful to be part of this team you are such a wonderful, encouraging group of friends from all over the world. I wish you a blessed and Merry Christmas. P.S. I've seen the merch and it's super fly. They make great <laughs> New Year's presents. <laughs> so get your merch for New Year's gifts, you guys.
2: Yeah, because guys, I don't I don't want to burst your bubble, but if you order it now, you're not getting it by Christmas. Okay? No, it's, it's like, not going to happen.
1: Yeah. Go run and get a gift card if you need a gift at this yeah. point, which is what I did last night.
2: Or get people i don't know yeah yeah crackers or something i don't know
0: jams
2: jams sort of jams um all right so guys (laughs) uh question number one all right you're walking down the street and you're feeling great what christmas song would be your background music paul Oh, boy.
5: Obviously, it's going to be an Elvis song, and it's going to be the no. first track from his first Christmas album, Santa Claus is Back in Town.
2: Oh. <laughs> Emily, what about you? The Christmas song. Absolutely. Which one? By who, though?
4: Oh, gosh. I really like Tony Bennett's version.
2: Yes.
5: Okay. Spun that this morning. Let's go.
1: Awesome.
2: Okay. All right. What about you, Nash?
1: Uh, probably "Merry Christmas, Everybody." That that one. I can't remember the band though, but it's like "So Here That song. I love that song. <laughs> okay,
2: mine That's would good. probably be probably be right now, just in the moment. It's probably "This Christmas" by Donny Hathaway. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, that one. Sweet. That one's. I always get. I always get into it. That one. That one. Feels right. It feels right. All right, Uh, what cherished family tradition from childhood, adulthood, or both do you have? Paul.
0: Really?
5: uh, None since my parents have been married, divorced, remarried, divorced, and remarried. So the only thing that's consistent is I, uh, big shock, spin Elvis every Christmas okay consistently right. more than it has to be at least 80 percent elvis christmas music to 20 percent everybody else's that's, okay. that's great
2: so when do you actually bust out the elvis
5: well i think nash scolded me for this back in october but a uh, day after <laughs> halloween
2: okay all right that's <laughs> you're hardcore that, dude
1: that's entirely too early for christmas music and i mean i guess we can debate about <laughs> this but yeah like, so- yeah <laughs> yeah oh. is
2: that too early
1: no, you- i think so
2: no. i think it's uh,
1: yeah
4: i i not i try i really try to not listen to uh songs with lyrics before thanksgiving like background tracks i don't have an issue with so much but as soon as you put all the lyrics in it just it's too much
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
4: I,
1: I'm, I would, I'm with emily
2: yeah i would say i typically can't i just i've tried I've tried to be one of those people, but I can't do it until after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just... But Paul, you know what? You do you, man. Oh, I will. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I don't, have, many I don't need permission. To to I got no to shame, Elvis.
5: bro. I got yeah. no shame.
2: Yeah. Emily, so what about you? Do you have any cherished family traditions from childhood to adulthood or both?
4: Uh, yeah. So my family has a lot of traditions. So I guess if I had to pick one that we sustained from childhood, even unto today, this morning is uh gingerbread house making yeah. um we've the typical house that we'll make if we're making one we just make one as a whole family will take about three to five days
2: Dang. um
4: because we make floor. the house itself but we, our dad will typically like do the whole architecture design and everything like that
1: what? yeah the floor <laughs> <playing> <laughs> in <thing>? yeah it- <laughs> videos of this house you guys like they made little individual bricks to yes. put on the, hand ha- painted like- the bricks. Yeah.
2: What you guys.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, get, it gets very detailed.
4: And we also d- do the gingerbread in a really unique way. We actually do it almost as a semi hard crack with the molasses. So like if you know sugar work, you can boil sugar <laughs> to a hard crack phase, which is what they use for a lot of decorating. So wow. we use that technique in our gingerbread because I'm in Tampa right now is where my parents are for the holidays. And we found out with the humidity in Tampa, you can't use normal gingerbread. Um, because it'll say, because we typically, this is late in the year, but we typically have it up and done by December. Um, so that's kind of different. But yeah, so we perfected Hold the gingerbread on, So you can be rest.
5: done with that by, by before December, but you can't listen to Christmas music while you're building the thing? Until I know, after. we
4: would definitely listen to Christmas music while we're building. it. ridiculous, I don't know. By the
1: of the week of <laughs> December. There's a god. week, there's, there's like at least a week and a half between Thanksgiving and the beginning. Yeah, that's when you build the gingerbread house.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, Lauren. Lauren. Hi. And Lily. Hi. And Lily with her scarf. Oh Lily my god! not want to be here right now. No, she's oh, like, sweet. please <laughs> let me go. <laughs> so Lauren. oh there you go now she can hear us lauren uh we're talking about cherished family traditions from childhood adulthood or both
3: it's a good one okay
2: do you do you have any
3: from childhood oh
2: it could even be from stuff that we do
3: so i remember i loved going my family and i would go every year we'd get a new christmas ornament And we'd go to the mall back when the mall, at least over on the West Coast, back when the mall was, like, really jamming. Um, (laughs) The
2: the 90s mall.
3: The 90s mall, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of, it was just the golden age of mall. But I always loved to go to Hallmark and pick out my ornament. And I still do today. But we'd always get Cinnabon cinnamon rolls back when Cinnabon was jamming in the 90s as well. So... Not to bash Cinnabon now, but it was better in the '90s. Before all of
5: Michelle Obama's regulations. Yes,
4: it's not
1: the same. <laughs> yes.
4: Pre-Obama <laughs> Cinnabon.
5: Pre-Obama was lit.
4: Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> it's, it's very bland now in comparison, but like yes. the big ones, the big
1: cinnamon mm. rolls. Yes. Yeah, those are the best ones.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: and yeah. then Neesh, what about you? Cherish family traditions from adulthood, childhood, or both.
1: Yeah, I'll do both because one of them has kind of carried over. And one of them has not. So my mom, when we were little, we didn't really do Santa when we were kids. So mm-hmm. every year, my mom would have this stocking for Jesus that we would hang up and we would all write letters to Jesus instead of like writing letters to Santa, kind of like asking like thanking him for this year and then talking about like what we wanted to see him do in the new year and then my mom actually has all these letters like saved i need to go find my box of them but (laughs) so that was that was a fun tradition that necessarily hasn't necessarily carried over as us, us siblings have all gotten older so i i should do it again this year just for just for fun for me but um the other one that's carried over into adulthood is uh the day after thanksgiving my mom would normally go black friday shopping so we were home with dad and we were huge. My dad's a huge sci fi nerd. So we would yes. watch all the Doctor Who Christmas specials that yeah. whole day, mm. the day after Thanksgiving. And that was like our Christmas kickoff, which I yeah. still try to do, but I didn't get to do it all this year. So
2: that's oh, awesome.
1: That's awesome.
2: Yeah. We always, one of mine is uh, growing up, we had vaulted ceilings. And so we would get a massive tree. And so it was like 14, uh, 15 feet, huge. Yes. Wow. And so we'd have to go get that. But it was always, yeah, it was always, oh yeah, she's like, then (laughs) a new idea, let's do it. Um, But yeah, so that was something that when my parents lived in that house, that was something we always did. It was super fun. And I mean, like by the time you got the lights on there and the thing was just like, like super, but we turn on all the lights and listen to Christmas music and yeah, super fun. So that was great. So, um, all right, this one's sort of related, but what is your favorite Christmas memory no. Paul. Paul 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 always me uh, okay, I, fine we don't I, have to go you first if you want time to think yeah I need some thoughts
4: I got all it right. I have mine.
2: Okay. Emily
4: all right so my most memorable uh, Christmas memory is actually uh, the Christmas where my family had the least uh, we had just moved um, to Tampa and at that time my dad was fi- having a hard time even finding a job, and um, we were staying at um, a Masters Inn, which was like really low grade motel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and my parents didn't even have any money for Christmas gifts at this point. I I was I was pretty young, so I was I think um, beginning high school or around that age. Um, and so we spent Christmas like someone gave my dad two hundred bucks like your Pentecostal handshake in church. Um, He was able to get us a few small little things like from Walmart and our Uh Christmas dinner, we made in the microwave of the hotel room, uh, baked potatoes and canned chili and uh, kind of in remembrance of, but you know, it was so special because we were all together Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. meant Mm -hmm. so much more that year. Yeah. Um, and kind of in memory of that Christmas Eve, um, we'll do baked potatoes and chili every year. Just remembering oh, God's goodness
0: and awesome. faithfulness. So, yeah, I love that. I yeah. Love
1: that. that was really cool.
5: Good luck topping
2: that one.
1: So <laughs> yeah, all yeah, right. I think that's gonna. Who,
2: who wants to go next? Because all right, I'll go it. next. I got all one. right. Go for but it. It's uh,
5: depending on how everybody feels about the Grinch. The Jim Carrey <laughs> version is my dad and I's <laughs> favorite. Christmas movie, and yeah. we watched yeah. it so much as a kid that we. By the time I was twelve, I could quote the whole thing front to back without watching it. Period.
2: No way. And so we would
5: watch it once a year and quote the whole thing. And my sister and now my wife just are so annoyed, and they won't watch it with us anymore because we just <laughs> talk to, to quote the whole movie. Oh,
2: that's oh, awesome! I love that. That's,
1: amazing. that's pretty great.
2: That's Naish, pretty what great. about you?
1: So this is kind of a funny one. Um, I don't know exactly when this tradition started, but we, my mom will typically put an orange in all of our stockings. Christmas morning so we have like Mm -hmm. at the bottom Mm -hmm. of the stocking that's like the last thing you get and that's like honestly that's my favorite part I love the orange but one year my mom forgot to do oranges and I was so disappointed (laughs) (laughs) and so it's just like a kind of a funny thing my family continues to bring up every year like one year I forgot the oranges and illumination was just so devastated that she didn't get an orange (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) thanks for listening the Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner visit Elijahfire.com slash give
1: because i didn't care about like the chocolates or whatever i was just like where's my orange so yeah
2: yeah. i want the orange
1: it was an orangeless christmas yes it was so sad you guys
3: oh
2: what about you honey
3: um so i back in the day like we would because my family on my mom's side were really close and when we were kids every christmas like we would get together with that side of the family and we would sing christmas songs and so my uncle had plays the guitar and so he played the guitar. We do like karaoke and then we do just Christmas songs. We just sing Christmas songs. And so um, my my uncle, I had two uncles um, and one of my uncles, <laughs> we were singing Feliz Navidad and he thought it was Feliz Nah," <laughs> and had no idea up until this point in his life. And so he was singing it real loud, Felice Nami Na, the entire time. And we like somebody like turned and were like, are you singing Nami Na? And he was like, yeah, yeah, Felice Nami Na. And so it's always been the joke. And since then, like that, <laughs> I can't hear Felice Nami Na every time that song comes on. That's so amazing. that was one of my favorites. And yep. I just loved spending that time every year with them. It was probably more like up until high school, we did that. So that was like a really good memory. And I wish I would like to do something like that with my family. But I'm not musical. I don't sing. I don't play guitar. Like Jeff will have to be the one. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, My Christmas memory actually is our first Christmas together. (laughs) Oh, It was 2010. We were engaged. And we were in L.A. And we would wanted to be anywhere else but in L.A. Um, But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was, it was great it was to, we've made many more Christmas memories since then, but mm-hmm. you know, our, cause our first, our first Christmas, um, together, uh, actually, no, it was 2009 it was technically, no, actually, no, it, to, sorry. I'm 2010 was our first Christmas together, but we had been together since 2008, yeah. 2008. We were long distance 2009. We both flew up. And we were separate for Christmas because you were at your parents and I was at my parents. Yeah. So 2010 was our first Christmas together. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot of buildup to having Christmas together apparently. So,
3: (laughs) but it was so good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Super great. Um, so yeah. Okay. I know you're busy. She promised to only be here for a little bit. I want you to answer one more, one more question. Okay. Okay. You wake up and you realize that you're in a Christmas movie. Oh. what movie would it be oh. and why so if anyone well, everyone okay let me start that over if anyone else knows you can go first well thanks
3: there's so many a muppet's christmas carol okay a muppet's christmas why? carol why because i love the muppets i love a muppet's christmas carol the best like dorks scott and then muppet's christmas carol but I think maybe they're more. So close, they're so too. close. But yeah. I grew up with. I watched Muppets Christmas Carol a lot more. So yeah. But I would. I would totally in that one. Yes. A lot of other ones too. But I'll stick to that. Or maybe Rudolph as well, because I like stop motion animation.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah.
2: Good. Good. Something like that. What about everybody else?
1: Yes. Probably the Santa Claus.
2: Yep. Yeah, me
5: too.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was that was like my childhood movie
5: for yes. yeah I love that one I've, I've put way too much thought into that that world <laughs> I've got some I've got my own head of lore of how it all works
3: <laughs> some fan fiction or something yeah.
2: yeah yeah what about you Emily
4: uh mine would be an old school Christmas film called Christmas in Connecticut um it's no, it's just it. a film in which, like, everything goes wrong, and it's just a, a string of incidences that are just absolutely hilarious. And the, the lead uh, heroine, I guess, ends up finding true love while also reconnecting with sort of a homesteading past, because she's uh, a, a kind of fussy city writer. Um, but yeah, I just just the characters in that film are just so much larger than life, and the incidences. I just think it would be a hilarious uh, Christmas to have. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, I I think I would probably. I mean, I'm. Yours are really good. I, I, we do I, love the Muppets Christmas Carol I I around another around the Tharp household. So, which we have not watched this year, amazingly. No. Yeah, no. it's just been one of those years. Usually, so. we
3: do. White Christmas, too. Yeah. Mm. I that good. yeah. That's another. Yeah. Who doesn't I'd want to bust one. down into song and yeah. dance? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Amazing outfits, like, too. I kind of yes. want to be in a
2: world where that's, that is that yeah. is normal. Yes. That you bust down yes. into song and dance, and it's not weird. And everybody knows the choreography, and everybody knows the lyrics to the song. That sounds like a world I want to live in. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yes, I So agree. maybe
2: heaven will be a little bit like yeah. that. Yeah,
3: <laughs> One giant Christmas musical. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So all right honey all right, we'll let you guys. go we merry love you
1: merry christmas merry
2: christmas merry chrysler <laughs> all right okay guys what is the best christmas gift you've ever received oh gosh Jeez. i know i know this is a big one I suddenly
1: forgets everything i've ever gotten for christmas <laughs> i have to Same. think
2: so there's two. I have one that's very cliche and then I have one that is one that I cherish to this day. Okay, so All my right, first one, cliche. I'll start with the cliche one, is my mom, when I was in second or third grade, I want to say it was second grade, she gifted me a Bible. I didn't read it until I was 18, mm-hmm. uh, but it was always there and I always had it there. Um And so when I actually got serious with the Lord, that Bible was right there, you know, and I grabbed it dove right in and I couldn't read it enough. Um, so that's my cliche one. Um, my, but my other one is, um, the first year that Lauren and I, Lauren and I were married, she gifted me the star Wars, the, the star Wars saga. It was one through six. On Blu-ray, and I still cherish yeah. that to this day. Dude, I remember buying that too. I got pre- Disney. That for Christmas too. it was yes. pre- it. <laughs> it was just it was just George <laughs> Lucas doing his thing. And uh and you can't get it anymore. So yeah. Nice. That's mine. What about you guys?
1: I would probably have to say, uh, I got some really awesome worship flags from my mom for one year for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. So that would probably be my favorite. I still have them so nice they're very pretty and gold and yeah so that would be mine Mm -hmm.
4: um i would have to say mine isn't wasn't a tangible gift but uh a couple years ago my whole family went back to my grandpa's cabin in northern minnesota Mm -hmm. and our gift was spending um going there and then spending the whole like week christmas week together at the cabin with uh no running water um and uh just very authentic like middle of nowhere chippewa forest uh gorgeous gorgeous white christmas and just that sort of rustic kind of family togetherness was just a very very memorable gift
2: Mm, that's great what about you paul
5: yeah i'm going with the non-tangible as well um every year up until my uh grandmother retired we would have Christmas at her house, and everybody was there, and it was just the, to the togetherness of everybody being in the same room was just something that I I cherish now. And now my mom hosts it because my grandma just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. So mm-hmm. just those memories were great, and Mackenzie got to spend the last one there with me too, which was nice. So
2: oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. Um. Okay, so guys, what is the best gift you've ever given? me yeah. oh the presence of me yeah <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know this one's tough that's really
1: hard yeah because yeah. yeah. I don't remember
2: <laughs> yeah I know that there's some for me um I think too for me it's always maybe they're not Gift gifts, but for me, it's always been helping people around this time of year. I think that mm-hmm. that um, that has been the most meaningful for me. It has been those moments when people are having a, a tough time and then being able to to help people to be able to buy presents for their kids or their loved ones and pay bills and things like that. I think that those have been some of the more meaningful things. Uh, for me, for sure. Yeah. Good luck topping Jeff's charity. <laughs>
5: yeah. No, just... but I'm
2: actually trying to think of like a legit <laughs> gift that I've given someone. They were like, whoa. Because I I have them. I know it.
1: Yeah, I'm not really oh. good at the gift thing. Like, gifts are not my forte. So. I can't think of one that was like, oh my gosh, that's
2: okay. Awesome. We can pass this one and just yeah. know that we've all given from our heart, and we've yes. all... <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, what guys? What's your favorite Christmas snack or food?
1: Okay, mine's really weird. <laughs> so my family uh, has this uh, dip recipe. It's it's called shrimp dip. I don't know. That sounds really weird but it's like cream cheese and like little like baby shrimp and like dill and stuff, so it's like a seafood type dip, yeah, okay. and it's really, really good with ruffles. Oh. I promise you guys, it's good. It's so good. Blood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and I'm like, really, my aunt makes it my aunt just makes it
5: Boy, so you make it sound so appetizing. I know it's great. Cream it's, cheese it's, with shrimp in it. It's
1: chunky and it's like a pickle and juice lemon. and lemon <laughs> and pickle like juice, dill. shrimp, and cream
5: cheese. Oh no. <laughs> oh.
1: It's good. I promise. I promise. If you like dill type stuff. Yeah, And then you pair it with like a salty chip. It's just, it's really good. And that's my favorite. My aunt just like makes it so good. So mm-hmm. looking forward to having it when I go home.
2: <laughs> yeah. That yeah. shrimp dip, the chunk, Yes, <laughs> shrimp dip. <laughs> 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 All right. What about you guys?
4: Um, oh, I guess I kind of have two. One is herring and then the other is uh, lefse. And if you don't know what lefse is, it is a Norwegian... Um, scandinavian scandinavian tortilla, and sa- except with flour, they make it from potato. And you make a really thin potato uh sheet, and then you roll it with butter and cinnamon, and then you cut it up into like little rolls. And we'll normally have that with like a smorgasbord on like a Christmas
3: Eve.
2: Wow! Week. Wow! Is your family of Norwegian descent or Scandinavian yeah. descent?
4: Scandinavian and German.
2: Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. What nice about step. you, Paul? It's definitely a very full American Mountain Dew cake. Mountain <laughs>
5: My dad makes oh, it. My dad makes this like pound cake and you pour like, I don't know how much Mountain Dew in it. And then it's glazed and it's like. <sighs>
2: Is it like so good? Fluorescent green? Like No, cake, like, it's not. It
5: just looks like a normal, like uh, a cake that's not iced, but it's just glazed over it. And it mm-hmm. just, wow. he never made it. I've never heard of Mountain
2: Dew cake.
5: My stepmom was the one who like originally made it. And so we didn't, I never had that till I was like 18. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Now I eat half the cake myself every
2: Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, mine is like, there's a couple of things, Um, but one of them is, and I'm not making it this year, but is I make a really, real good tiramisu and I make it, I always make it around like on Christmas for some reason, Christmas gatherings, but um, that's bomb. That's super good. So yeah,
1: did we yeah. end up sharing that recipe last year when you talked about your tiramisu? Because I know people asked for it.
2: No, people are gonna be asking in the comments right now. I can just I
1: can yeah, just... I can I can give hear, hear it. I can give hear it, it already. I can hear the finger. Give it to us. We can sense it.
2: I will, ah. or maybe it'll always be the carrot I dangle in front of you guys. So <laughs> it, what'll it be? We'll find out. Um. All right, uh, let's do a couple more of these and then I want to jump into overrated, underrated. Um, cool. Mm, skip it a bit, bit, bit. What is the Christmas movie character you are most like? Oh. That's
4: a good one. Hmm.
2: I'll go first while you guys are thinking. I am uh, in Muppets Christmas Carol that version of this character scrooge's nephew fred comes in and he's just like jovial and chipper uh, and in the christmas spirit and <clears throat> when we watch it lauren's always like that is totally you you know so i would say definitely with him fred fred from from muppets christmas carol What
1: have to think about it
2: Five, four, three, two, okay.
1: one. May I think? I think his name is Curtis from the Santa Claus, the Santa Claus movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's very much like I think he in the second one. He's more rule follower, by the book type A, and that is very much me. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: Curtis from it's the
1: kid he's the, who he's an like, elf, main kid from the
2: Cat in the Hat. Yeah, that's who that is. Oh, okay. Oh, so is he, he was in the in, second, the second he's in the one? S- yeah, he's in the second.
5: He's, I
1: think he's in the first one barely. Nope, me. Nope, no, no. Nope. Try okay. again,
5: Neish. Don't test me on Santa Claus, Lord. He is not.
2: Yeah, he's not in the first one.
1: Yeah, so yeah, he's in the second one. And he's in the okay. third one because he replaces mm-hmm. Bernard, which I feel personally offended by. Bernard should have been in all of them, but that's my hot take.
2: Yeah, I've actually thing. never <laughs> seen any of them but the first one. Yeah, deal with the it. The sequels and are actually I watched, pretty good, and I watched the first one every year. Good, 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 good. But I—that's it. That's as far I as know, I would
5: say. I'm probably like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. But after, like, in the second movie, where he's like very happy and he's just on top of top of everything, and then Naish's character throws a wrench into my plans, and then I got to scramble. But I'm still like happy about going about and doing it all. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just yeah. no matter what comes up this time of year, it's always just like less bad because of the the time
2: of the year it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What about you, Emily?
4: Um, I guess it's kind of hard to pin one, but I guess if I had had to, you think can do a couple.
2: It, you can do like a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
4: Yeah, it's kind of Rosemary Clooney's character from um, White Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, she's very realistic and analytical. She's a planner. Um. Uh, and she's still artistic. So I'd say I'm a little bit more peppy than her character. She's a little bit of a Debbie Downer, but yeah. I, I feel like there's definitely traits in her character that I would identify with.
2: Okay. All right. That's a nice. good one. That's a good one. It's a great movie too. I love that movie. All right. So uh, on the note of me, uh, movies, we'll do this as the last question and then we'll we'll move on. What I've been asking this all week. What non-Christmas movie or movies are Christmas movies to you? So they're movies that you're like that isn't a christmas movie but for some reason you just associate it with christmas christmas time whatever
4: oh i have one right yeah. off the bat yeah. uh lion the witch in the wardrobe yeah that's yeah.
1: Mine too. yeah not a christmas movie but such a christmas move yes it totally <laughs> Yeah, yeah, in November I get an itch to watch *Chronicles of Narnia*. Every November around Thanksgiving time, because it's like it's like it's the start of that time of year. So yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, for and sure. And there is
1: like Father Christmas
4: in there, and they do some gift giving kind of. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
2: get weapons.
4: And
1: yes, right. Like, that's what but I want. Like, Yeah, I that 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 awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Get me that boat, yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: What about you, Paul?
5: Uh, so *Jurassic World*. Because in okay. the first scene before oh. they get to the island, it's snowing. And my wife and I loved all the Jurassic parks. So when Jurassic World came out, we went and saw it like five times in theaters. And I was like, this is a-. every time we went, I would say this is a Christmas movie because there's snow right here before they go out there on vacation. <laughs> That's true. Oh, uh, what about I you, Neish?
4: I really brings the
1: score home, too. Oh, oh yeah. I know yeah. the
5: scores. I listen to those while I work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about you, Neish? I was going to say *Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe* as well, yeah. but an argument can be made for *Red*. So if you guys oh. don't know, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, *Retired* wow. and extremely dangerous because yeah. the beginning Bruce Willis is decorating his house for Christmas That's before right. he's raided by a bunch That's of right. people and his house gets shot, shot up and yeah. the snowman explodes and it's great. So <laughs> Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I also <laughs> count uh, uh,
5: Empire* because of Hoth. Hmm. So I count I
2: count *Empire* okay. as a Christmas yeah. movie nice good choices yeah i for me it's always just whatever movies have come out around december so that that i like so like yeah. tron legacy the lord mm. of the rings uh the force awakens yes that's a big um, one for me force yeah awakens. uh yeah. especially actually, like the force awakens and rogue one are like the two that i always like want to watch uh, yeah. around that time so force yeah, i actually saw the Waker, force
1: awakens really. during christmas with my family oh you did out did. i
2: did
5: too
2: Nice. All right. Uh, So thank you for participating in that. So we're going to jump into another segment here, which is overrated, underrated. So it's a series of topics. And you can say it's overrated, underrated, or you can say accurately rated as well. That's a third option. That's just not listed on there. So
0: help Elijah fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah fire and the Elijah fire podcast possible. Visit Elijah slash give and become a partner today.
2: Um, here we go. The brawls will ensue. Nutcrackers, overrated, underrated, or correctly rated or accurately rated highly overrated
1: i was highly i'm overrated. gonna say this and my roommate might get a little bit offended Ow! but we do we do <laughs> i think they're overrated but we do have one in our living room and it's cute but i do think they're overrated i don't understand the appeal
2: Same. what about you and emily
4: oh i'm the wrong person to ask because my my grandpa was 100 percent german my dad has like a 20 piece nutcracker collection most of which we've given him <laughs> dude i gotta say underrated
2: (laughs) yeah 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 i would say uh i would say correctly rated i don't i i i I like them i'm not but i'm not like my uncle also had a massive or still has a massive nutcracker collection like his whole house is nutcrackers i'm like that's dedication yeah dude yeah, yeah there we go all right. Uh, the Polar Express. The movie. This is the movie, Nash?
1: Yeah, it could Yeah, I'm going to say movie. Yes.
2: Okay. Overrated, underrated, accurately rated.
1: Overrated. It's annoying. Okay.
2: Overrated.
5: Agree with Nash. Okay. Yep.
4: I'm going to go with overrated just because we literally watched it for so many Christmas Eves in a row that I, at this point I'm just like I can't I can't watch it again for Christmas Eve. Yeah, I just and for me yeah it's it's
1: not
5: it's not that great the animation number one is not that great and then it's like very very long and there's a lot of lulls in the movie so mackenzie and i will watch it like once every five years maybe it's just yeah
2: yeah i would say overrated as well and i would agree with you paul it's not one that i'm anti-watching but Mm -hmm. it's never it's usually like lauren is the one that's like let's watch the polar express and i'm like okay fine we'll watch it but
4: yeah. because the animation is that like uncanny valley
2: uncanny mm-hmm. valley so explain yeah. uncanny valley for people who don't know what that is emily
4: um it's where like you nerds. can't tell if it's real or if it's fake like it's, it's, the first time i watched it i was like wait is this live action i'm like no but it's not live action like where mm-hmm. you can't tell because the animation looks so realistic but not realistic realistic enough to be like
1: cgi
2: yeah mm-hmm. and it, it usually gives you kind of this kind of eerie feeling where you're like Ugh, like this unsettling feeling like
1: it's almost human because your brain is recognizing the pattern of human facial features but it's not quite close enough so your brain right. can't place it into a category yeah. so yeah. you feel weird so about that's it
2: uncanny valley mm-hmm. so there yeah. we go all right next one Merry christmas or Mar- Christmas. Oh. right here's all i want for christmas
5: is you this is the worst thing about cr- the the christmas season yes. for the yes. modern era Instead of Jesus, it's Mariah Carey, and I'm like, "Go away."
4: Yeah, no, I, I can't stand the song. It's way, first of yeah. all it's just way overplayed, way overplayed.
2: Yeah,
5: and has, second like... of
4: all, like if you're gonna pick a Christmas song, that's not the song I would sing about Christmas. <laughs> it's self-centered. It's the opposite of the message of Christmas. So.
5: Yeah, <laughs> Mariah Carey is the Santa Claus of real life because she only comes out once a year to sing this song. And then we're <laughs> like, like, this <laughs>
4: Oh, I tried to revitalize no it with Justin Bieber, and I was like, "This is creepy." No,
1: just let. I didn't even that. know she redid it with Justin Bieber. Yes, that was. Uh. That. I have to listen to it because I was gonna say accurately rated because I like the oh, song H. just for the oh. meme. I'm sorry, but I do I like this song. To that
5: song, you gotta listen to Michael Bublé's version where it's good. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. I do. Yes.
4: I do
2: like Michael Bublé's Christmas album is pretty good. I got yes. yes. yeah, it. Yes, yes. Um, I I do because I actually hate the song Santa Baby, and I actually like his because it's more. Fun because it's like Santa Buddy, I think is what he says. Yeah. He's yeah.
5: asking for stuff men would want cars and,
2: That's tickets and yeah, yeah, it's months. not weird Jezebelic kind of yeah. vibes, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah,
4: creeper. <laughs> yeah.
5: There's yeah. no lust involved in that,
2: one. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, <laughs> I would say for me, though, accurately rated, I don't have an issue with the song, I think it's fun, but you know, if people don't like it, I do think that it's way overplayed. I don't get the appeal. like if you go on to Spotify, it's something like. What is it? It's like uh, 1,702,251,000 views.
4: Uh,
2: Do I think it's a 1 billion plays, uh, almost 2 billion plays kind of song? No, I don't know. I definitely don't. Uh, Okay, next one. Reese's Christmas trees. Oh, Lord. (laughs)
1: <laughs> ratios is that
2: yeah what this is specifically
1: about? i put this specifically in for
2: overrated you. underrated accurately rated well i gotta hear jeff's now after the yes like it massively underrated you guys i'm gonna say oh!
1: underrated as well
2: i well wow. this is like one of my favorite <laughs> things in the whole world is is not reese's peanut butter cups it is the seasonal reese's peanut butter cups why Because the peanut butter to (laughs) chocolate ratio is perfect. (laughs) Hence, I call them ratios. So whenever I say it's ratio season, it means all the seasonal Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. So good, you guys. I don't have an
5: opinion on this, so they're fine. I guess correctly rated.
4: Yeah, I've literally, I've never had one. Me neither. What?
2: You never had one?
4: (laughs) No.
5: (laughs) I haven't either. A, I guess it's a East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. Us East Coasters don't
2: care. <laughs> well, yeah. also, you weirdos call it Reese's. Yeah, we do.
4: Yeah. Do you, you guys call it called. Reese's? Yeah. Sure Reese's. do.
2: Reese's. Okay. It's Reese's. It's, look at this. Look at this. What does it say? Take <laughs> oh, no. away the apostrophe S. What it how how would you that's pronounced Reese. Okay. Yeah. When eh. you put an apostrophe <laughs> S into it, it turns it into Reese's. Not yeah, Reese's. Yeah, it's Reese's.
1: It's possessive. Eh. <laughs> I'm
2: right. All you East Coasters and Midwesterners are wrong. All
5: right. Not West correct. Coasters
1: win this one. I'm sorry. You know, you
2: I'm happy to give you guys
5: this one and we'll just keep breakfast pizza, right, Emily? Okay. Yes, you right,
1: keep breakfast pizza.
4: And you All can right.
5: have your little chocolate peanut butter n- nonsense.
2: I will. Thank you very <laughs> much. All right. Next one A Christmas Carol.
5: All right, so I got opinions. Okay, yeah. All right, so it depends. The original story is obviously terrific. However, the commercialization of it is horrible or great depending on who does it. So, like, you take the Flintstones version of this, which I find very good and well done.
2: I and didn't then know you there take like, one.
5: oh, it's so good, dude. And then hmm. you take like the Jim Carrey one, and I'm like, eh. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where the original work is so good that anything you're going to do, that's not necessarily a different take on It's kind of just going to fall flat.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah. I'm going to concur with Paul in the statement that it depends how it's presented the actual original story. Like, I don't know if you've read the book or anything like that, but it's funny, but every year that I reread it, um, you know, if something just hits me different, and that's just, a, and of course, that's Dickens. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely, I wouldn't say it's underrated. I think it's appropriately esteemed in the lore of Christmas.
2: Yes. yes. Okay. What about you, is Very Nate? astute. Yeah, yeah. Very accurately
1: rated slash underrated. But I'm leaning more towards accurately rated, dependent, again, on who does it, because the doctor who version of the Christmas Carol is excellent. That Christmas special is one of my favorites. And then the Muppets Christmas Carol is amazing. And I just love the story and how redemptive it is. So I think Mm -hmm. the story in general is underrated and we should take notes. People just take notes.
2: Yeah. I would say underrated slash correctly related. And I would agree with Paul and Emily's assessments and yours Illumination, of that. It really depends on the interpretation. Because in the same way that I'm not a fan of the Polar Express as much, uh, I feel even more dislike for the um, the Jim Carrey version, the animated one. Mm. And it's actually done by the same guy. Agreed. Um, so that's that's saying yep. something. Agreed. Um But my favorites are Muppet Christmas Carol, the George C. Scott one. And then actually... Uh, at, almost every year i read a graphic novel it's called batman noel and it 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 is the christmas carol story with like amazing art and it's about batman and it's this he's the scrooge character and then Mm -hmm. him showing compassion to people he's like become calloused and um and then he shows compassion to someone who's down on their luck and I just always get choked up when I read the story because it's just really, really good. And I think that's the enduring nature of that story is that how someone can change. And I've always said, uh, to get on my soapbox here for a minute, that you can see God do amazing things in people's lives. You can see him do like healings or provide in amazing ways. And those are great. But the, 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 the high of those moments will diminish. You can still remember those things. Uh, But to see someone change, to see God change someone's heart is actually the greatest miracle, in my opinion. And so uh, that's why I love the story so much. um, It's just to see this guy change his ways, even in his old age. So here we go. All right. Next one. Mary, did you know song? Overrated, underrated. Correctly. I have such fun things about this song. I do, too. (laughs) I I overrated
1: too. it's overrated and it's incorrect theology thank you because <laughs> mary says that mary did know like like she knew she was told that she would give birth to the messiah she knew maybe she, she did. didn't know the finer details but she, she knew yeah. know. she knew the bible says it so i don't understand why this is a song when the bible proves it wrong
5: i skipped this song i don't care who does it I don't li- yep. i will not listen to it it's yep. just Even yes she knew she knew people please read <laughs> the yes. yes that's all can. i got to say is if you sing the song and you like this song you don't know your theology now let's
2: move okay em- emily do you like this song how what are your opinions on it
4: yeah no i 100 percent agree like definitely overrated i just yeah I just not that. a fan yeah for all the reasons we all stated yes
2: yeah. i I cannot stand this song. I skip it too, Paul. I, every time. Don't <laughs> get there. All right. Hallmark movies. Oh! Overrated. Underrated. Uh,
5: accurately rated. I feel like this is gonna split between the women and the men. <laughs> uh. I want to hear Emily's Take it away, first. Paul.
1: You're you're up first. No, okay. you I gotta hear right?
5: Emily's first. Emily goes, Ooh, I gotta
2: hear yeah. what you gotta say.
4: Emily. <laughs> I can go. All right, I'll go. So the, the, the split side of me of liking a well-told told story that's, you know, well-crafted with an arc and a meaning and a message goes out the window when I put on a movie, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Just as purely watching, like, when you're making – we typically will put them on. And when I say we, I mean my mom. <clears throat> uh, we'll typically put them on uh, when we're doing something else, because that tells you the level of engagement. But it's not bad. Like, if you're doing a bunch of Christmas baking or something like that, to put one on, I will say that, and the other thing becomes a little bit um, political too because Hallmark obviously has en- embraced LGBTQ relationships on screen. Um, so Hallmark as a channel right now is a no-go for my family. So, so there's some old ones that we'll watch, but like, yeah, it's n- nothing new pretty much.
2: Okay, uh, Paul. Okay, so
5: Hallmark movies, <laughs> big, big thumbs down. As a whole, now they do have some that are good. It's like the DCEU. Most of them stink, but there's a couple of good ones in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they, they did a couple at Graceland. So those are. Autom- I haven't even seen them, but they get a thumbs up because <laughs> it's at Graceland. then there's there's one with Henry Winkler, who's the Fonz. So there's uh-huh. a thumbs up. That's a good one. And mm. so it, it's dependent upon the actors. So I yeah. feel like they've tried to actually make these movies better as the years go on, but then like Emily said, they just totally destroyed their entire message and purpose of existing. So now they're just all the way down.
2: All right, Nash, what about you?
1: Overrated. I feel like they reused the same plot for almost oh, every yeah. movie That's and I
5: now, when you say feel That's... like <laughs> I think <laughs> they do. do they, they, they do. do
1: they do they reuse the same i mean i haven't seen a whole lot of hallmark movies movies because it just wasn't part of me growing up but of the ones i've seen i'm like i'm bored like i don't yeah, they're very boring. i don't want to be bored while i'm yeah. watching a movie and so i just they're made, i just they're don't made see for... the appeal
5: yeah they're made for the baby boomers <laughs>
2: uh they're not made for the baby boomers uh <laughs> oh boy here we uh, go hot take jeff Tharp. also i this is one of my guilty pleasures i will admit it. <laughs> no! Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> which is funny because i know a good plot when i see it i know predictable storytelling and it's not uncommon for me to be able to pick out how a movie is going to go within like the first act um yeah. but There's something about not every Hallmark movie. And it really happened when, because Lauren loves them. Uh, And both of us recognize the, and I actually was talking to Warren about this, Steve's brother, and he feels the same way. It's like, yeah, it actually is kind of nice to actually like remove any mental burden when you're watching a movie. And it is predictable. But do I love seeing a woman who's on the go who goes to a small town to go be with her family and has to start up the Christmas festival again and meets the guy who's trying to do it. <laughs> maybe I do like that, all right? <laughs> and maybe I knew, do know what's going to happen, all right? Sue me. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, I so no, I do love the simplicity the actors, it? of it and, and there's no mental burden. Like you just put it on and I, yep. usually I'm doing other things while it's on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there are some, a lot of them are really dumb. and but there are some that i do i've actually really enjoyed so
5: there are some i will admit i watch yearly it's dependent upon the actors
2: 100 yeah 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 yeah. it's dependent on
5: the actors because it's all the same story it's just are the actors good at telling
2: it or not sometimes i do love watching the like the lack of chemistry and the cringiness of it between the two leads like I, i do enjoy that part of it too so there's maybe like a kind of a ironic aspect to me watching them as well mm-hmm. um so yeah all right uh we'll do like two more all right secret santa overrated underrated correctly rated.
5: overrated it's stupid it's pointless i hate it my mm. family's doing it this year and i still don't like it
2: <laughs> yeah uh okay
4: I feel like it's definitely overrated because the thing the whole thing about giving a gift, unless you're like trying to give to a, you know, I don't know, some charity and be anonymous or something like that. I, I'm like, I want to put thought into anything that I give. Why right. wouldn't I want someone to know that's right. from me? You know, well,
2: you do know once you open it, then they tell you.
4: Oh, I guess I've done it sometimes where no one ever finds out. Oh, interesting! Somebody, I've right? never
2: played it that way. Yeah. Huh. yeah.
4: But even in the instances where you do know, I don't know. I just feel like I'd like to choose who I want to give a gift to.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the
4: other half of it too. You know, not that you don't want to get in a coworker situation or whatever. I don't know, family member thing. It's, it's like, I just would like to be intentional and choose what I'm going to give, how much money I want to spend if I don't want to be capped by a dollar amount you know um yeah so that's my thought
2: yeah okay all right what about you nash
1: accurately rated and for me i think secret santa is better than white elephant for me because you get yeah because i think i think it's fun to try and get i like it's fun to try and get creative to find something for someone especially if you like don't know them well so you have to kind of think outside the box so i like Mm -hmm. that aspect of it and for my family too, uh, I think it would work better than why Ele- we do white elephant quite often. But I think doing secret Santa would probably be better for us. Cause we know way too many like inside jokes amongst our family members. So it would be really funny, funnier if we did secret Santa. So
2: mm, that's my, okay. that's my
1: take accurately. Yeah, rated.
2: I would say halfway between overrated and accurately rated. I'm, I would prefer, uh, you know, I would prefer white elephant over Secret Santa, so that's where you and I differ on this niche. Um, I think you know. Also, I want to point out, you wouldn't have gotten exploding kittens if we hadn't done white elephant at at the Christmas (laughs) party. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, to me, there's less of a burden on, and it's more just fun. Like, oh, I'm getting something. I also, whenever I get something for white elephant, I go, if I don't like what I see from what other people. I can actually take home whatever <laughs> yeah. potentially take home whatever uh, whatever I ended up bringing. So, uh, yeah. All right, last one, you guys. Little drummer boy uh-huh. song. Overrated, underrated, accurately overrated. Rated. Okay. Okay.
4: Pulse I mean, if we're talking it. about the for King and Country version, uh, definitely not overrated. Very accurately done and fantastically done.
2: Okay. Paul, what about you? We lost Paul. We, we lost, lost you. His, we lost, we lost his voice. Paul.
4: Oh, there it is. What's that?
2: I should be back. Uh, oh, okay. Overrated.
5: I like the Lauren Daigle version and that's about it.
4: Oh, I haven't heard that one.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I would say again, halfway between overrated, you know, I would say accurately read it. I don't really have an opinion on it. Um, there's it, it's one of those that I don't skip. But um, actually, I will say that, while I'm not a huge Pentatonix fan. Like, I don't mm. really like acapella. Um, it kind of bothers me. But their version, for some reason, I like. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's Jeff, hmm.
1: can what? I argue for you to slip to skip to the very last slide? On this little presentation, because I think it would be great to rate that one and then we can close it up.
2: Okay, okay, okay. okay <laughs> let me let me remove it really quick. Okay. I put
1: in a special one.
2: Oh boy, that's like asking me to choose between my kids. Is it
5: Star Wars related?
2: No christina or christmas oh and it's both oh and christina miss and christmas overrated underrated accurately rated Underrated. over or, uh, definitely not overrated <laughs> <laughs>
4: underrated. <laughs> underrated. Underrated. underrated these are my favorite
5: shows of the year i, I just so genuinely underrated. look forward to seeing these
2: each year yeah underrated if you guys not have what if you guys listening or watching have not watched or listened to them you need to go back and listen to them or watch them it's so worth your time and it's festive and fun
5: yeah i'm partial to krista elisha because she
2: was the og Christmas. She she well well, actually it was krista bullock was the first first i
5: thought krista elisha was first then so bullock. no so they
2: now it now we've switched it so the first year it was krista bullock was first then krista elisha but now it's krista elisha and then krista bullock and then mm,
5: christina
2: yeah. too and yeah and, and we added we in christina, in christina yeah yeah
5: we we gotta get two more guests so you can have a a week worth of yeah
2: (laughs) we could we could have a chris and it'd just be called christmas (laughs) yes get chris cool on
1: (laughs) yeah yeah yes but yeah definitely underrated also guys we are missing a year of christmas on youtube or rumble wherever you guys are watching this you have to go to spotify to get the first two years the first year that we did Christmas part one and two. Mm-hmm. So go back on Spotify and listen to those. You won't want to. They're, they're so fun.
2: Yeah. They're super fun. Yeah, they're super so well, fun. Well, this was super fun. You guys, thank you so much for I, agreeing to come on. It was so much fun. Uh, and it just is an opportunity for us to just be a little bit looser and, and have fun. So thank you guys so much.
4: Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yes. And Emily, I, I have to see this just artisanal gingerbread house that you've got. <laughs> your I'll
4: I'll send it when it's done. It should be done by today, hopefully. Okay. We're just doing the icicles and, and the trees. So all right, cool. And trees. Well,
2: and trees. You're doing trees as well.
4: And marzipan figures.
2: Are they trees? Are they one-dimensional like flat or are they three like three Oh no, we
4: take a we take um sugar cones and waffle cones and then you, you take do. the frosting
2: yeah. and make it into tree,
4: and then you put like a powdered sugar on top oh my
1: gosh
2: yeah geez yeah. wow emily you guys are you're
1: really, wow your family hard. is literally like white christmas like i don't know i don't know man yeah. <laughs> the Very most cool. festive
5: do the kids so. still say elite because it's
2: elite it's,
4: it's elite
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. top tier bet bet, bet. <laughs> say
2: less <laughs> Say less, (laughs) no cap, (laughs) yeah, no cap. All right, so everybody have a blessed Christmas again. No Elijah fire on Monday and Tuesday, that's Christmas Day and the day after. But we will be back on Wednesday, finishing out our amazing series with James Gall, Discerning Prophecy, part four of four. You guys do not want to miss it, it's Mm -hmm. really, really good. Get your um,
5: notebooks because you're going to want to take notes on this. Get spots. your
2: notebooks. Uh, I had yeah. to refrain like mm-hmm. the whole time. I was like, dude, just like, you're going to. I, I
5: paused it while editing to get my Bible and start marking things dude, up. He's like- it's legit. so good. It's just
1: so yeah.
2: good, you guys. So, yeah. You do not want to miss that. That's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday, December 27th. We love you guys and we say Merry Christmas and then we say
1: K-Bye.
2: <laughs> <laughs>